The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, July 18th, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Today, Padron Cigars. They have the most loyal following and always have the highest ratings of all, consistently. That makes their line so popular, and uh, they make different lines. And how different are they really? We're going to dig into that with all Padrones today. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So, Mr. Jonathan, what is the best-selling cigar here at Two Guys? Dos Ombre. Oh, it is. That's true. <laughs> it's the wrong answer. I wasn't looking for that answer, but it is. Try another question. All right. Number two. Number two would be Padron. <laughs> Padron. Okay. So, for- so as far as top suppliers go, it's Padron. Year after year after year. Correct. And this has been going on for so many, many years. I ask other retailers the same question. What's the best-selling cigar that you have? And the answer is always Padron. Not every br- every store carries Padron, but those that carry it, it's their it's their bestseller, um, and they don't they don't really have a mild cigar. And we know mild cigars outsell the fuller body stuff by far, except except for, for Padron. Padron. And there's so many exceptions when it comes to Padron. I'm going to get to all of that. One of them uh, that I have to mention is. When it comes to Maduro cigars, everybody's natural brand outsells the Maduro brand. Always. Everybody. Always. Except. Padron. Except Padron. They have so many exceptions to the rule, and even when you talk to other manufacturers, they'll say, uh, yeah, that's an anomaly. No. You know, whatever it is that they end up doing doesn't work for anybody else ever. So we're going to dig into that today and try to figure out what is going on with, with these cigars. They're all called the same thing, Padrones, but they make a bunch of different ones. So let's get to the first, probably biggest seller, uh, lowest price. Um, everybody's got it, right? It's uh, The first cigar we're going to smoke today is the Padron Delicious. It is a four and seven eighths by 46 ring gauge. A single cigar is 610, and a box of 26 is 157.99. And you'll notice if you multiply 610 by 26, you hit that 157. There's no discount on the box at all, ever. (laughs) And that's because they say so. So I have a funny story. You always have the funny stories. I have a funny story. When I first took the job as buyer for Two Guys Smoke Shop, Dave had me call George Padron. The first uh, The very first first thing. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. uh, Here's the number. Call and ask for George Padron. I'm nervous. George Padron's a cigar celebrity. Here I am, the new guy on the job, and I'm calling him up. And Dave says, the very first thing you do, 
is ask him what the deals are. And I said, okay, I'm in. And I'm hungry for this job. I want to show Dave I can do it. Hey, George, this is Jonathan calling from Two Guys Smoke Shop. I'm calling to find out what the deals are. And he said, you tell that son of a bitch, Dave, (laughs) and I know he's sitting next to you, that there isn't a deal now, there never has been, and there never will be. And that and it was his first one out of the box, and I was I was laughing before he even took the call. I know where that was going to go. That was pretty good. Uh, it's a it's a good cigar for the money, and that's the their game. Um, who else does it? Nobody. Nobody. The, you know what's their trade show when you go to the trade show? What's the trade show deals? None. Yeah. There's nothing ever. This is and it. That was always the thing when I was working in the shop. If somebody came in and said, "Okay, I like Padron. What's like a Padron?" There's another nothing. padrone yeah yeah you really got nowhere to send right right they're so against deals there was a we did an event with them and dave Be- said to you him, know why because they're 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 keeping to the value of, of course their brand. i got no problem with it i just think it's funny you yeah. said what do you have for padrone swag and he said what's that yeah you know, anything with padrone's name on it so they sent us 50 hats or whatever so you buy a box of padrone you get the hat that was the deal and then the deal is over everything's cleaned up a couple of days go by, and in the mail, I get a bill for, for hats. 50 hats. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> True story. True story. There's no, nothing ever. All right, let's 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 get to it, because what we're going to do is side-by-side comparisons through the lines of Padron. So we start off with their, their regular line. Um, re, they call it stock Padron. Or thousand, thousand series. series yep. Although or the, the one we're smoking doesn't have a... A it number. doesn't, but it's, it's it's delicious. It says it right in the name. Yeah. Is that what it means in Spanish? Delicious, delicious. I'm going with it. Yeah, I don't speak sure. Spanish, but I'm going to try. You're, to... you're absolutely sure. All right, here's our fact checker. We'll see where he goes there. While <laughs> while it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality, tradition. In excellence. Excellence. Well, Delicious translates as delight. Oh, delight. It's delightful. It Sounds is. better as delicious. Fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. It's the red one. No. It's the red one. No, it's more molasses-y. Molasses? No. But not sweet. If you took a bunch of red fruity pebbles and just crushed them on the desk. Just the red ones. And then just... Pulled the essence over your palate. That's what you get on the cold draw here. Mm. I'm not getting what I thought I was going to get. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Commissioner. The Vertigo Commissioner features dual action. You press the uh, switch in, the lid opens, two jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch. All for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Vertigo Commissioner. It wasn't loud in what my ear. What do you got there, anything. Dave? Coffee, chocolate, dark chocolate, coffee. This is what I expected. So it doesn't taste like the cold draw. It tastes like it when when it's lit. You know, I've had a, a thousands of these things over the years. Thousands. This is more of an Ed Sullivan size. I don't go to the Delicious often. If I'm going to smoke a stock Padron, I tend to lean toward the 4,000 in and, the natural. And in no disrespect, not the prettiest. Mm-mm. Almost well, almost a binder-looking wrapper on that. Good combustion. Good. 
Good draw. Okay. So Padron, they do it their way. No fancy packaging. Um, if you look at the way their cigar boxes, all cigar boxes, you'll see in cigar boxes a little blank piece of wood right. that's in there as a holder for if if you have you either have a box of 24, 12, and 12, but if you had a 13 and 12, you need a block of wood that's in there. Well, they didn't want to buy the block of wood, so I think they're the only ones with 26 in a box. I, I believe you are correct. And the interesting thing that goes there is that is on their regular series, or whatever we're going to call that this regular series of what it is. What do I have down here? Um, the Padron series is what they call it. So okay. this is the Padron series, and it comes in a box of 26. Not to be confused with their other lines that come in all different counts of the boxes, and we'll get into that. Um, actually, the brown that's used on this mm -hmm. is a mixture of different colors added together that turn brown. What colors are those? All the colors mixed together turns to this color. That's why they use this color. What? On the band? So this, this is what I was told by somebody, that the guy that's on the pre press, on the printing press of it, at the end of it, there's ink that's left. You get it, you put that ink into a bucket. Nothing goes to waste. Nothing goes to waste. At the end of this, you have all the ink that's all together, and now you make Padron bands. This is what's left. Wow. That's the color. That's the brown of, of what's there. No waste. I believe you. <laughs> I don't know why. It wasn't me. You. It was someone that told me. And uh, Can you name the source or it's secret? Or you just can't remember? Is it bad if I name the source? I don't know. Well, it was Nelson Alfonso. Ah. He said that, uh, that brown is a mixture of all colors. He would know. He knows some goofy shit like yeah. that. <laughs> So, um, you ever meet the Padron rep? No. No, because they don't have any. <laughs> there is no representation of Padron except the Padron family themselves. They don't have traveling road people. They don't have um, company people nor brokers. Right. They're the only ones. They have nothing at all. It's just them. If you want cigars, you call them. Well, if the you amazing, don't call them, you don't get cigars. The amazing thing is, if George is in the office and you call and you ask for George... He picks up the phone. Absolutely. He takes the order. Yeah. He's the president of the company. Yep. Um, all right, so let's dig into Padron. Jose Orlando Padron began making premium cigars in Miami on September 8th, 1964. Today, Padron cigars are made in their factory in Nicaragua, formerly in Honduras also in Ed mm -hmm. Sullivan. You remember. Oh, yeah. You'd get Padrones. They would either say on them Honduras or Nicaragua, and you'd get what you get. And that's it. And, and everybody would say, well, the Nicaragua ones are better, yeah. but it was exactly the exactly same Exactly the same, and you got what you got, and that was it. Yeah. And I never put attention to that at all because I never wanted that problem with customers. But every once in a while, there'd be a customer looking. I go, which one are you looking for? They're looking for either the Honduran <laughs> or, Hang or, on a second. or Nicaragua. So they're growing tobacco in Honduras and Nicaragua at the no. time? No. It's Nicaraguan tobacco. They were moving tobacco over well, to the Honduran side. I think side. That they had pre-moved a lot to Honduras because of the unstable political situation in I, Nicaragua. So they were just getting set up right. to continue production in And Honduras. thank God they did, you know, because yeah. their factory was burned to the ground. Right. 
um, both in Miami and also in Nicaragua. So they've been through a lot of stuff. Actually, when I went to go visit him the first time, I look on the wall and there's all pictures of massive destruction. Here's the factory that burned in Nicaragua. Here's when our offices were bombed in Miami. Here's all this terrible stuff. And I said, you know, you usually go to somebody's <laughs> office and there's their trophies and their right. plaques and awards. And 97 he, rated. Yeah, and, and they have all this thing. And uh, he, very interesting man, uh, Jose Orlando Padron. And he said, that's for us to remember what we did to get to where we are. And he'd always look at that stuff. Um, Padron has become one of the most popular brands in the United States. Padron portfolio are the highest consistently 90-plus rated cigars of all cigar brands by all the magazines and all the bloggers, everything. If you look at it and see what's at, at the top, it doesn't matter who it is. You're always going to see Padron. Padron also tends to be the cigar brand that gets smoked by people who get out of the business. Yeah, after they're out. They're out. They <laughs> sold the company. They're not going to do cigars anymore, and they buy and smoke Padron. Yeah. And it all started in 64 of Padron selling that his cigar in Miami at all the little cafeteria places. And all the, the Cubans smoked Padrones because the idea was for, them, for it to be like that. Sure. Uh, and believe it or not, very good value at the time. Um, so there's many kinds of Padron cigars. The Padron series, which is the one we're smoking right now, uh, some call them the the thousand series. There's 15 sizes altogether of mm. just the regular Padron series, uh, natural and Maduro. I think we carry most. Of I think everything. we do. Yeah. Um, the 1964 anniversary line, formerly known as Anniversario, later changed to Anniversary due to Davidoff. Um, they they had it trademarked and gave them a problem with using the Spanish. Which, how could you argue that it's confusing to the consumer? Light up a Davidoff and light up a Padron. Yeah. Two different animals. Well, it happened. Um, they came out with that for their 30th anniversary in 1994. Nine sizes, natural and Maduro. Another 18 SKUs. 30 SKUs, another 18 SKUs. And the 1926 series, it indicated the birth date of Jose Orlando Padron. Created in 2002 in honor of Jose Orlando Padron's 75th birthday, the sizes started out as... One nine two six nineteen twenty six. Those were the sizes. Later added the thirty five, forty, and forty seven, and then later on they added the year, the um, his birth date. They would come out with the seventy fifth, the eightieth, and the ninetieth, mm -hmm. having to do with his age. Along with those lines, there is a family reserve line and the the Damaso. The, the family reserve has five sizes. Almost all of them are pretty much the same size. They're between five and six and a half inches long, uh, celebrating 44, 45, 46, and 50 twice in 85. The Tommaso, created in 2015, is an Ecuador, Connecticut Padron, named after Jose Orlando Padron's grandfather, Tommaso, who started in the tobacco business as a farmer in Pinel de Oro, Cuba in 1850, and later a small factory in Paloto, Cuba, which comes to mind, Paloto. So when we buy our cigars from Padron, we don't buy cigars from P Padron. We buy our cigars from their distributor, which is called Palato Cigars, named after the city where it was created. But Palato is a privately held company owned by the Padron family. Right. But it's a separation for whatever reason they do that. 
And uh, George is now serving as the director um, after his father passed away in 2017. Um, George became the director of Padrone of or Palato. Um, so taking away from Damaso, Padron claims that all their blends are Nicaraguan puros. The wrapper, filler, binder, a puro means all pure, the same country of origin. Wrapper, filler, binder leaves all sun-grown Habano from Nicaragua aged two and a half years. That's what they say. Why are you saying it like that? Because others claim that <laughs> is not true. And Some believe. I, I think a lot of others claim that. Yeah, yeah. Over I've heard years. Ed Sullivan claim that. Yeah. I've heard him say it. Yeah. So some believe that the rappers are Mexican, um, now known as San Andreas. So why would they not want to say that? At one time, Mexican tobacco was considered cheap and did not appeal to consumers. You remember that, Ed Sullivan? Then they oh, changed yeah. the name and people like it now. Although the Tamo appealed to your customer base it did. at one time. It did. Other thoughts were that they did not want their blend copied. So they said one component that was different so that other people would not try to copy that blend. Um, many have tried and failed. Th that's the number one lie you get told at a trade show. Yeah. This is like Padron. Yeah. And you smoke it. It's the kiss of it death. It ain't like Padron. No, it's the kiss of death is what it is. Um, as it is, the natural and the Maduro are the same cigar. The same exact cigar. After they roll the cigar, the lighter ones are called the natural, the darker ones are called Maduro. Mm. Despite that, and despite saying that to people, like if we happen to run out of a Maduro one, on a rare occasion that that would ever happen, I would say we have the natural, but I don't like those. They're the same. Well, and they're it's, not. It's challenging in the shop, right, Jonathan? Well, the, the, <laughs> when when you have three left in a box, and <laughs> you go to fill. Now you go to fill, and it's six shades darker. The, Sometimes you open a natural box. That's and what I was gonna, just going to yeah. say. That right. you you end up opening up the natural, and you're like, all right, this. I'm gonna. I'm changing the label on this because <laughs> this is. No one's going to believe this is natural. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> So, I will say though, there's there's certain times when I prefer the natural over the Maduro, because you think it tastes different. Now we're not gonna, we're doing side by side, but we're smoking all the Maduros today. But there is a distinct difference oh, when you're, you're crazy. Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. When you're on the polar extremes, you get a, the darkest Padron and you get the lightest Padron. The lightest one is spicier, and the darkest one is sweeter, and you have. All of those shade differences in between, as you get to the lighter spectrum, you get more spice, and as you get to the darker spectrum, you get more sweetness, period. You think. I know. Damn. If I blindfolded you, which we will do now, now that you say this, <laughs> we will blindfold cost you. I'll blindfold them anyway. It might be fun. Yeah, and just leave the room. <laughs> yeah. Remember what happened the last time you blindfolded Yeah. Me. Did you undress? No, I nailed it. Uh -huh. He did. Although, but, uh, and the Padron is the one cigar that requires additional uh, doctoring of the barcode <laughs> when yeah. we put barcodes on cigars. Yes, because we can't tell ourselves. We can't, you can't tell at the register, so you look, and if it's got the extra highlight mark on it, it's the Maduro. That's because they don't barcode them. No. They're yeah. not going to do that. 
Have Jonathan call well, what Everybody George. else does, but they don't, well, and they won't. And, and they do have a barcode on the outside of their box, and every barcode is tied to the retailer that bought them so that they can protect yes. that sale. So they do have barcodes. They just don't put them on the cigars. The cigars that we sell. And it's a unique barcode every time. Yeah. Yeah. So what they don't want to do is they don't want... Uh, and you as a consumer are thinking, oh, what's the difference? The guy gave me a good deal on this. They don't want to disrespect the brand itself and let it become uh, a discounted, cheaper product. So, And they've the- clearly been ripped off before because they have, uh, and I'm sure we'll get into it later, but they have ways that a consumer could look at a box and be able to know whether it's real or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Because at one time they were doing it with the Padroni Anniversaries. Before Anniversario, the Padroni anniversaries were um, bootlegged. You know, people would make fake ones, and I've seen them. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've seen people walk in with it and stuff, and I said, can I buy that cigars off you? And then send it back to them and say, somebody walked in with this. I know it's fake. Where they get it, blah, 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 tried to, trying to stop it. And then they said, okay, we're going to take the expensive cigars and add this um, code number that's on it. So each one is different. And that costs a lot of money to pull that off. And not only is each one different, but inside the box, you'll never have the numbers run in order. So if you ever look in a Padron box and you see the numbers on the secondary band are in order, it's fake. My account number, we received the whole order. I'm going back a long time ago. We received the whole order. And our account number with Magic Marker was written in the bottom of all the boxes. And I was like, he thinks I'm selling these out to other people or something. I called back, I go, hey, hmm. the, this number's on the bottom of the box. What's going on here and stuff? He goes, oh, don't worry about it. I said, I'm worried about it. I think that you think I'm doing something wrong here. He said, it's probably the wrong account that they did it to or whatever. And it's no, hmm. don't worry if it's not you. But yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> uh, why they, would, they do protect their brand. They that, protect the, it, but why would you be mad about that? Because you think I'm doing it. And there it is right in my face. I'm like, oh, my God. This came from Dave. You know, it's like. (laughs) Sounds like a guilty conscience. It does a little bit. It does. So uh, where was I here? Um, Padron cigars have their own unique flavor profile. It's something I don't think, you know, I think I could blindfold you, give you a Padron, and you're going to say it's a Padron, right? It's not going to be a problem. Uh, I think it has the strongest loyal following there is so we're doing an event in with here with somebody else and the guys that padron smoker that comes in and the the company's here trying to sell their product if it's a padron smoker they yeah, got a hard they're time not interested. we know we know better on the sales floor you don't even talk to those yeah. guys they're going over to the it's padron so case loyal. they're getting what they're getting yeah it's so loyal it's not a, a brand switchable guy uh for the most it's not part. even a guy that will try one he no. smokes padron that's it yeah yeah so is there uh, is there a difference in each blend? If they're saying everyone is the same Habano grown Nicaraguan tobacco, wrapper filler binder, and they make three different kinds, would they not be all exactly the same cigar? One's round, one square. You there is there are ways of being able to make the flavor change by shifting your primings. primings. So we're going to go side by side with this. That's going to be part of what it is. Uh, we talked about before, there's a round cigar, which we're smoking now. The regular series is round. It's not all that round. It's soft pressed. It is not. It, it's maybe pressed within its box mm. or whatever. You know what they call that at Sullivan? What do they call that? 
box pressing. Ah, okay. continue. That's, that's not how they do the other ones. Um, let's let's see once and for all now if each one. I, I've never done it. Have you ever gone side by side, smoke one in one hand, one in the other? And I've never done this. I've gone as far as to take the wrapper off and put other wrappers yes, on. Yes, you did back in the day. But I've never. Side by side. Done side by side. All right, so that's what we're going to do. Before we do that, though, let's take a peek into the asylum from Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> the mayor of the Alaskan town, Talkeetna, is called Stubbs, and he's been the mayor of the town since July 1997. Okay. Here's the kicker. Stubbs is a cat. And he's the mayor. He's the mayor. That's not only insane. That's asylum. Wow. Stubbs the cat. Mayor. Mayor Stubbs. <laughs> I'd be interested I, to I, see. I would like, I would like um, our listening audience to know how uh, well-behaved I'm being, given all of the double entendre I could pull off. Since you're new here, yeah. <laughs> I'm going easy. But don't expect this kind of treatment forever. I'd like to know how many... Candidates have run against Stubbs, Stubbs the cat. I can't. Lost. We have to stop talking about this. I cannot bite my tongue any harder than I am. Prince the dog, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah. Run the dog against the cat. Hey, uh, while we're doing this, um, the prime members that are listening, and um, by the way, the prime. Me- this is care package, right? We care package these cigars. Uh, yes, this one and this one. Yeah, both cigars, so everybody's playing along with us. But not everybody's playing along with bingo. And I know last week you said, oh, we only got two of them last week. Listen in, and we're going to keep it going. I, I think by next week, we ought to be able to wrap this up and have a winner, but uh, you never know. We're not purposely trying to do it, and last week we purposely tried not to do it. <laughs> right. But we're not going to purposely still try to do it. I tried not to do it, and I still did still it. Still did yeah. it. So uh, now we, it, it's all, everything's off the it's thing. It's going to just run its natural course. Yeah. And those that don't know what we're doing, the, the prime members got a bingo card. They got to get five across diagonally or up and down. And uh, if they do, they're going to win a box of cigars. That is the last cigar we smoked while they sent that information to us. Oh, we smoked it backwards then. If they get it at the end of this show. They get a box of Padroni and of Asarios. Holy crap. Right? Mm. So Holy maybe crap. it was good you didn't win last week or, or whatever. I don't remember what we smoked. But anyway, it, it's going on. If you're not part of the care package, get on there. Go to CigarAuthority.com and sign up. But um, let's talk about this cigar now, a flavor notes, because this is going to be very important. You pay attention to what this is because we're, we're going to come back from the break and we're going to light up the second one and go back to back. But I want to know what you're thinking right now. So you've had a, a very well-grilled steak before. Yes. So what do you, you mean by well grilled? It's, it's done. Chod. It is done well, but it is not well done. Okay. You Thank got a you. nice crust on it, and you you, you put the, the salt and the pepper on the outside as the steak is resting, and you shave the crust right off, and you bite into one of the peppercorns like that's been on the one steak. One millimeter thick, would you say? A half a millimeter. All right. Who could shave a millimeter? Anyways, 
it's that peppercorn that's been on the meat. It's spicy as hell, right on the front of the tongue. That's what I got. Retro heal that. <laughs> you tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. How's it going? Go easy. Go easy. Don't I went easy. It. You didn't do it. I did it. You I didn't saw, do it I at all. I saw some come out. None came out. <laughs> Nobody else saw any come out. Come on, just retroheal that a little. I did. A little bit. There we go. Well, go ahead. You could, that came out that time. I'm not doing it again. How about you, Dave? Can you retroheal <laughs> that? Now I have peppercorns in the back of my throat. Oh. So you blasted some out of there. It wasn't Thanks. like... Wow. <laughs> and it's meaty peppercorns. It's yeah. freaking spicy as it's hell. It's not like you're being a, a Stubbs the Cat. Like No, Jonathan. not Stubbs the Cat. I <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. Thanks for that. That's up there. Yeah. Yeah. What number are you putting on it? It's a nine. Oh, no. No. Through the nose, it just was. Wow, that's a whole we're different ta- If we're game. talking about strength, that was just very strong. It's a thinner ring gauge. You can't get all that much stronger on a thinner, thinner ring gauge. I'm going to give this a 6 to a 7 in strength. I was going 6.9. Yeah, 6 to no, 7. As, as a cigar itself, yeah. now I just took a, a drawer out of it. It's right. much less than it just was. <laughs> <Yeah>. Much less. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When we come back, Padron Anniversario. No, yeah, it's anniversario. It's anniversary. The Padron anniversary. Anniversary. Almost the same size, but it's box pressed. How different is it? Side by side comparison. And then we're going to go deep into the 26 and more. Stick around. We'll be back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase, to us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking Padron all day. Uh, is one different than the other? If so, is one twice as good at the, as the other? Because the prices are going to dramatically change. Welcome mm. back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Nicaraguan Puro versus Nicaraguan Puro, if that's what they are. 
Uh, both Padrones, one round, one box pressed. Let's get to it. What's the second cigar, Mr. Jonathan? Second cigar is the Padrone Anniversary Principe. It is a four and a half by 46. The singles set you back $10.40 or a box of 25, $259.99. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar that carries them. No, you're not. Try two guys cigars. Yeah, you? but you're not. This, everybody carries everybody them. Everybody has them. And if they, if they don't, they should. Um, big cigar here. Um, not big cigar, a little cigar. Four mm-hmm. and a half inches, $10.40. That's a lot for a little cigar. Yeah. But this was the one you smoked all the time, Ed Sullivan. This was your Back go-to. Back in the day. This yeah. was your go-to. Um, I smoked a lot of the Honduran ones. Um, so almost the size... That we ju- we smoked for us four and seven eighths by forty six. This is four and a half by forty six. Small cigar, very close. Not that a box me- of twenty six, a box of twenty five. So mm. they will put the piece of wood in here because they get so much more for the for the cigar. <laughs> they, it's good for the box of cigars. But twenty six, twenty five, and we're going to keep going. It's going to change on every every one. What were we about to say? You about well, to say because something? it's shorter. I'm thinking. Maybe they can squeeze Corona leaves into this, although I'm not seeing all that much Lajero on the foot. It's almost the same size. I mean, box press messes with it a little bit, but boy, four, four and seven eighths and four and a half. Well, four and seven eighths Both is by 46. basically five inches. This is half an inch shorter. Okay. Let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal last trip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Right down the street from Perdomo, Padrone, right, mm-hmm. right there. You could walk. Fruit stripe gum. So same fruity, a little, a little stronger on the fruitiness. See, I would say tight draw for me. But probably won't be as soon as I light it. Oh, okay. Mine draws like a straw. Yeah. We're going to light our second cigar today with the Vertigo Commissioner. The Vertigo Commissioner features dual action, two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment, all for the low price of $29.99. You can hear that thing roaring right in the microphone because (laughs) David refuses to move it while he's lighting his cigar. It's the Vertigo Commissioner. $29.99. Do I amuse you? <laughs> Sometimes you do. Yeah. All right. Thoughts? You know how quiet so, that is? So it's a little different. It's a it's a little different initial. I, I, I'm trying to make uh, remember the initial taste of this because it, it certainly changed as it went on. But I think I remember saying initially coffee and chocolate. This is just chocolate, and it's Baker's chocolate. It's not sweet chocolate. It's Well, that wasn't sweet chocolate either. Oh, my, like, my first one went out. I hate Uh-oh. that. I hate that because I got to go back and forth. I got to mm-hmm. do it. Can you get the lighter closer to your mic? I will. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Give me a second. (laughs) You know what it is? I probably smoked more of these back in the day because 
this was a strong cigar. You know, it's funny. That time. So it is stronger. Yeah. What's funny is that I thought that this was more chocolatey mm-hmm. until I smoked them side by side. Really? I'm sorry. I, I thought that this was more of a bitter chocolate. Yeah. Compared to the Delicious, it's a sweeter chocolate. So maybe the chocolate on this one is uh, very bitter chocolate. And they say all the tobaccos are aged for two and a half years. It doesn't matter what the blend is. It's it's the same tobacco and the same amount of aging. So is the percentages of primings higher? That's what I'm going to say is happening right away. So Without question. Yeah, you, you have three priming heights of the tobacco. Let's say in, in the first one, it's one of each. And on the second one, they skipped the one. And they did two twos and a three, or something like that. If yeah, I, if, I, if I was to guess, and again, I only did a couple of puffs. It's definitely, it's definitely stronger, more in flavor. Inten- yeah, more intense, less pepper though. Till you retrohale that. Oh come on! Yeah. <laughs> now uh, I think it was Jim Miller had a good. Nice, you did it. That's it. Blow it out. I like to do it until I gag. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Miller had a good comparison. He said the retro hail punches the same spot as the COVID test. Yeah, same as that. That's fair. (laughs) Well, you've done both, right? It's good. I did the blood test for the COVID test. Oh, all right. So it was the antibody test? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have them stick to Yeah. Would you do that? If I had I guess if you had symptoms. Yeah. Otherwise, why? Not just for fun. No. So, wow, so similar flavor, but it, it, it is. What just happened? No, because it's, it's dramatically more strong. It is. It's like Stubbs the cat jumped on your lap and you didn't expect it. All right, it. so you got a, you got a six and an eight and a half in strength. I'm not gonna. I'm not that quick. I'm holding off on my All right. strength evaluation until I get half. That is what is happening right now. So, I'll tell you right now, it tastes the- it tastes the same but stronger. Some of the chat rooms going for some licorice. Yeah, black licorice. Yep. Absolutely, I agree. I can see that. And are they doing both of them? Uh, one person said they're not. You should be because it's interesting. <laughs> but Hunter Hughes says he'll smoke the second one this evening. He's not wasting half of the delicious. It's not a waste. You're going to still smoke it. Yeah, yeah. just two. Yeah. Why are people so against smoking two cigars at the same time? I don't know. This is how you learn. It would double our business. I don't even mean from a business standpoint. Yes, it would. If everybody did. And I'm not saying you should do it all the time. But don't look at it as a waste. Look at it as an experience. Yeah, And do it it so that you can tell the difference between the two. All right. So you know the story of the hammer? It's hammer time. Hammer time. Uh, 1962, Jose Orlando Padron goes to Miami. Uh, an unknown city in a foreign land. He has nothing. 36 years old, comes into the country. He's got nothing. At first, he received a $60 monthly payment as government aid that they gave Cuban refugees, $60. Uh, after, um, by being 36 years old, strong and in good health, every time he cashed that $60 a month check, he felt bad. He felt like he was a burden to this country, uh, and he's taking money from them. He didn't want to do it. He tried to look for a job, but couldn't find one. Every night, he went home and thought about his future, determined to do something that, so he could support his family. 
One day, Raul Fernandez, a friend who worked in the Cuban refugee office, asked Jose if he had any carpentry skills, and Jose Orlando said, yes, he did. I do. I think he lied, but he said yes, <laughs> so he'd get the job. He gave Jose a gift, a small hammer, asked him to put it to good use. The hammer made him feel like now he had the necessary tool to be self-sufficient and not dependent on the government. During the days, he worked as a gardener. At night, he did some carpentry with the hammer. His dream was to save enough money to open a factory so he could start producing cigars. Imagine, what are the odds that he took on jobs where all the boards were exactly the right length that they needed to be. <laughs> Here we go. So he he just saw. To, how much can you so do he with just, just had to, Yeah, he just had yeah. to bang in the nails. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Very, I mean, there's the odds, it's got to be like a million to one. Specialization, really. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, have any, do you have any carpentry work where all the boards are pre-cut? Because I'm really good at that. <laughs> Don't ruin the story. I could do that. <laughs> and I'm not even handy. Through sacrifice and hard work, he managed to save $600. With that, he made his dream come true when he opened Padron Cigars in 1964. After two years saving that money, and so now we know it cost six hundred dollars to open Padron in nineteen sixty four. Hmm. You know what it cost to open Two Guys Smoke Shop in eighty five? Six thousand. No kidding. That's what it was. Six thousand dollars. Did you make that with a hammer? I didn't. I didn't a have turn a turntable. I have a Padron hammer. Yeah. But, but you uh, made yours with the, with a turntable. Two turntables yeah. and a microphone. Could, yeah. Could this be some? Could there be a story here? <laughs> The hammer sits now on display in the Padron office in Miami. If you ever go down there in Caliocho, you'll see in the display cabinet, there's the hammer, an old, a small, beat-up hammer to remind him how he started. I have a Padron hammer at home. Yes, you do. Yeah. And uh, that was a gift with purchase, and we know that they don't do that. I created the Padron <laughs> hammers because they wouldn't do it. So. And the jewelry line? The jewelry line was my mother. Uh-huh. She came up with that little pin. Yeah. Yeah. Been, been a Padron person for a long time. We're going to talk about Padron next week also, because next week we're coming out with the top 10 Maduro cigars, according assuming, to us. You're assuming Padron's on there? I'm assuming Padron's on there. All right. Wouldn't you assume that? It's on my list, I'm, I'm pretty sure. There we go. Yeah. I, I believe it's on my list. Yeah, it's, it's going to be in there for sure. So we'll talk about that. But um, I'm going to tell you a story of this Padron 1926, ni- um, 1964. We stretched the lit. So we sold him for a long time. And this guy, George, that used to come over the store all the time, you would get only so many. And for years and years, we actually never opened boxes of Padron anniversaries. The only way you could get them was by the, the whole box. And the day we would get them would be the day we sold them because they would all sell. And we would just call the people up that we knew we were interested. They would come down and they'd just buy them out. And you never ordered the size you want, you got what you got, mm-hmm. which was very interesting on the on the Principe because it was small and nobody wanted that. They wanted except, big cigars around here. It worked well. Yeah, yeah. So you end up getting the Principes. That's yeah. how you got them. And the other guy's looking for the biggest cigar. So this guy, George, George Antonakis, if he happens to be listening, I love Good him man. to get it. He said, uh, I want to go take you to Morton's for dinner. And I said, all right, uh, and I'll bring the cigars. He says, nope, you're not bringing the cigars either. Because this is going to be a whole experience, what we're going to do. And in those days, you could sit right at the table and smoke the cigar. And he ordered for us, 
and including dessert. And if you remember at Morton's in those days, you had to dessert, order dessert when you ordered your meal because it the took chocolate souffle. Correct. It took that long to prepare. Well, what he ordered for dessert was the um, chocolate raspberry. Yeah, what do you call that? Dense chocolate raspberry. Devil's food cake? No. Red velvet? No. Stop saying the wrong answers. <laughs> You're messing me up. <laughs> oh, it's important to know the, what it's called. Black Forest Black cake. Forest, thank you. Black Forest cake. Mm. So that's what he ordered. So I knew that from the beginning. We have our meal. To mess with them a little. We're smoking whatever cigar he wanted to smoke first, and then dessert's coming, and he gives me a Padron anniversary Maduro. And he said, okay, we're going to smoke this cigar. Let's cut it. Let's light the cigar. And I want you to taste the taste of this. This is one of my customers doing this to me. I do this to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, I want you to do this. Now, taste this taste. And just do you see the, the dense chocolate taste that's in here? Now, taste the cigar. You taste the dense chocolate. It's got that cherry, too. So he says, okay, now get your fork. We're going to cut into this. Uh, black forest cake. There's a raspberry filling in between. He says, okay, take your fork. Oh, I think it's cherry on black cherry? forest. Okay, whatever it is. And and let's take that uh, dense chocolate with a little bit of that cherry. Now taste that in your mouth. Taste it. Now take a hit of your cigar. Mm-hmm. Take the hit of the cigar. I have one, one problem with this and whole story. There it is. And he said, you will never forget this taste. Hmm. And the fact is... I never forget that taste. And you not only taste. forgot what the name of the cake was. For a second. I'm getting older. For a you second. also forgot to bring cake because you know how much I like cake, and I would have eaten that cake, and I would cake. have liked to have done the experiment and lived that life. All right. We'll do it again. We can't, we can't we go to Morton's shot. and do it. We had no. one shot. We could have done it here, banged it out, cake for breakfast. But now we're into the cigar. At the beginning of it, 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 was, a, it was a kick at the beginning and blow my nose, but... There it is, right? Do you take? Of course. Are you looking up the Black Forest cake? Is it raspberry? No, it's cherry. I think it's raspberry. I'll look it <laughs> All up. All right. But, um, and Ed Sullivan's the resident baker. He's the last person I would argue with about baked goods. Well, Morton's Black Forest cake. Is it possible that they would do it different? I don't think so. They wouldn't call it that. No? No. Why? It's like a Boston cream pie. It's chocolate and it's the cream filling. Uh, it's rich chocolate cake layers with fresh cherries, cherry liqueur, and whipped cream. All right. It's delicious. And it tastes like the cigar. Absolutely. And, and th- when you do it with the food at the same time, you It can, would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. It would have been fantastic if we, if we had only there, done that. There was another Morton's event with Padron. Yes. So Padron was celebrating the millennium. And they came out with the Padron Millennium, which was a humidor of 100 cigars. And I said, I know I'm going to save this, and I'm going to do an event where um, everybody gets to have one of these as opposed to um, just sell them and it's over with. So we got 25 people, and Ed Sullivan was one of them. 1999, by the way. That's a while ago. Yeah. So... Uh, 21 years ago, we got together, we all went to Morton's, everybody bought their ticket to go, which included dinner, along with four Millennium Cigars, and it was a high-ticket item because mm-hmm. they were very expensive cigars, and at the end, the humidor came in, we were just going to pull a winner out of it, 
based on there, and the person gets the humidor to take with them. So I was talking to George, this is what I'm doing, and uh, a couple days before the event was happening, he called me up and says, you know what I'd like to do is show up as a surprise. All the tickets were sold, everything. He says, I'm going to fly in, I'm going to come to the event, I'm going to fly out. And I'm just going to show up. I said, great. So everybody came, and it's cocktail hour, and he's stepping back, and he's there, but nobody's saying anything to him. Nobody knows or whatever. Everybody sits down, and I found the person to my right, and I said, okay, start um, going around and just stand up and say who you are, what you do for a living maybe, a little something, so everybody will get to know every person up here. And it went all the way around till it got to him, and I said, hold on, I'm going to take it from here. I said, the person to my right, um, and that, you know, I called him up, I told him what we were going to do. And he said, I'd like to come in and surprise everybody. So if you guys don't seem to know who it is, this is George Padron from Padron Cigars. Everybody's like, wow. Okay. And, uh, he signed the box for whoever was going to win. We had a right. great time and, uh, I have a picture of it. Um, and in that picture, yep. Ed Sullivan's in it. See, with a story like that, I was expecting that he was going to reach underneath the desk and, and pull, pull out the, the black forest cake. And have it, and that he was just no, messing not with the, me. Not the picture, the black <laughs> forest it's, cake. It's another one of his coin stories that doesn't end with cake. Coin story. We haven't had cake in a while. This would have been the time. Yeah. No, you bring up a good point. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna baby the regular padrone because when we go to the 26, we gotta go back and forth. So I'm gonna sit and enjoy this one. But while I do, before we go to break. You said you got a couple of emails to get to. One is very against me. One is very against you. Pick one. Oh, you know which one. I'm <laughs> yeah, of course I know. <laughs> Nicholas writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the subject line is Dave's Mental Health. Oh. <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know if you remember, but I've emailed the show once or twice before and always have nice things to say about you guys. Okay. In these dark days of the COVID scare, now is the perfect time for positivity. Basically, we need to question Dave's mental health. Last year, we treated it as a joke when he claimed to have gone to a snack convention to interview Kit Kat and the Green M&M. The rumor is that Ed Sullivan actually drove him to a park, and Dave spent 20 minutes interviewing an oak tree about its caramel cookie center. Next, he started to regularly go off-topic about some nonsense concerning cleaning a nickel when he was six. It was a dollar piece, and I, and I was ten. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, in the middle of the show, he started talking about eucalyptus leaves like he's some kind of koala bear. Hell, I just listened to a show where he read off company names for two hours, pausing only to mispronounce the name Armani. Look, I did. It's I kind of get that. Yeah. Dave's not into fashion. I've seen pictures of him. He I dresses know. like he raided the discount rack at Walmart. But it's only six letters. But you really know what convinced me? The god-awful Perdomo episode. I mean, come on. Those guys spent an entire show talking about how wonderful the family is. Dave never pushed back. The older Perdomo even had the gall to say the younger Perdomo earned his position by starting at the bottom. Well, a lot of guys start at the bottom, but only one of them has your last name. Wow. It's not like the kid was working the coal mines. I think this comes personal to him how, in his life. <laughs> how many times did this did that guy use the phrase, my wife? His wife must chase him with a broom handle if he doesn't hit a quota. 
It, it only goes a little longer. Uh, tell the little lady to fold the clothes and make the sandwiches. Oh, God, really? And not to worry about how many times she comes up on his dumb, bu- we, we his have dumb three, podcast. We have, we have three females in the audience who all three, their mouth went right open at that point. <laughs> all three. Right when you think Dave is going to call him out on something, push back, hit him with an uppercut. What does he say? He says, Mr. Perdomo, sir. When my daughter was 16 and I got her license, she put a poster of you in her car for her friends to see. Weak, Dave. It was Weak. audio. It was an audio. It's, he, it's he, doesn't get, he doesn't like to get bogged down with the details. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyone of sound mind would have cut this guy off, called him out 10 minutes into the show. Don't say you held back because of his cigars. His cigars are fine, but it's not like he's doing Skip Martin level work. Oh, this is... Nick, oh. If y'all listening, I had nothing to do with this. I didn't even read oh. this before. I oh, had no idea brutal. it was coming. So, Dave, I'm oh. genuinely pretending to be concerned here. And Skip is listening and loving every Maybe. second right now. <laughs> Maybe you need to sit out a few starts. Have Phil from the Ash Holes. Who, who is this? Phil Nick Martin. You. This is Nick, Nick Martin. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure, he's bland and unenthusiastic, but your health is more important. Seriously, we all want you to get better. Glad I could bring some positivity. Wow. Love you guys. Love the show. Oh, I can't wait Nicholas to get to yours. Nicholas. From Providence, Rhode Island. He's real close, too. Come he up is. and say that to me, Nicholas, from Providence, Rhode Island. This is how every one of his emails is. Yeah. <laughs> Come up here. It was my brother that he picked on. It was Ed Sullivan. Uh-huh. He's come after me. He came after the cowbell once. All right. How come he doesn't come up here? I don't know. I don't know. Because we'll have him right on the show. I, I think last time you offered to send a car and bring him yeah, up here. Yeah, we could send him a smoking limousine. I know yeah. somebody. Yeah. You could smoke in the limousine. This is a great cigar. This is one of my favorites. Very good. It's very good. I don't know why I don't smoke it more often. But it does taste like the first one. It's just that it's, this is stronger. It's stronger, and the flavor goes. The flavor goes deeper. The other one, the flavor does not linger on the palate as long. It is not as long of a finish. I'd put the finish on the delicious as a maybe a five out of ten as far as the finish goes. This is getting into seven. Mm-hmm. It's deeper. It's darker. There's more earth tones. In every way, this is a better cigar than the first one. But would smoked. you say it's the exact same tobacco? I would say that there's a there's a lot going on that's that's similar. Got to go side by side. It's the same. It's the same cigar. <laughs> it's not the same cigar. You're out of your mind. Mine went out on me. If if you didn't have the mouthfeel of the box pressed, could you could you know? And you know what? These come into the United States, by the way, round. They all come there. They're box pressed within. When I went to the factory, I was smoking Padroni and Avisarios wrong round. And they do it. I'm looking for the box press. How do you box press this? And he's laughing because they do it in the U.S. No, this, this, the, <clears throat> with uh, Ed Sullivan, you'd know this more than Dave would, but different hot peppers respond differently on the palate. So uh, jalapeno, for example, is pretty much the same heat to start to finish. Habanero is out of the gate, hot right away, and then fades relatively quickly. And then you got a serrano pepper, which starts off, oh, this isn't that bad, and it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and that's what's going on with the Anniversario. This is building in flavor after you blow it out, whereas the 1000 Series flattens right out. Do you have customers that buy the regular series, and then once in a while they grab a, yeah. 
All the time. Yeah. They got some money. They And there's, there's customers that come in and they buy the anniversary, and then they get a handful of the 1,000 series for their buddies. Ah. Instead of wasting a good Padron, I'm not going to mention this guy, Al's, but Mike, <laughs> Mike knows who I'm talking about. Here we go. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll keep with the Padron Anniversario going. We'll keep the regular going. We're going to light up the 1926 and see how different they are one to another, side by side by side with the Padrones. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda 
both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back with our number two. We're talking Padron, the Padron Series versus the Padron Anniversary versus the Padron 1926. What are the differences, and are they worth it? Welcome back, everybody. We're about to light up the third cigar today. What do we have here? We have the Padron 1926, number 35. It is four inches by 48 ring gauge. It is $12.40 for the single and $2.96.99 for a box of 24. You see what I did there? 26, 25, 24. Different box counts in there. They missed an opportunity to have 26 cigars in the 1926. Ah, 26, 26. Right. You know that's what I would have done. That's what you would have done. You know it. You know it. It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 
Okay. I prejudging this cigar, I always say this is too strong for me. But now, Padron, Padron, maybe not. <coughs> Another thing I want to mention. So look at the foot of my cigar. You see there's a little dimple yep. that's out of it. I you you have it too. too. So if you ever take a Padron and instead of cutting it, you peel back the um, cap. You'll notice there's a little round piece of tobacco. They roll a piece of tobacco in, and they push it into it, and then they put the cap on. I didn't know if it was to raise the cap up a little bit or what they end up doing, but it's on all Padrones that they do that. I watch them do it anyway and see it, but you, you see the dimple that's inside my foot. It's uh, in my head of the cigar, and yep, uh, Jonathan's too. Same thing happens. Yeah, it popped out of my mouth. I've never seen that with another company do that. But there it is. We're going to light our third cigar. I'm glad we're only doing three. Our third cigar today with the Vertigo Commissioner. The Vertigo Commissioner features dual action, two jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of $29.99. That's the Vertigo Commissioner. Three cigars. The way it's to a good go. day. Yeah. And we, I smoked one before one before the show, but you had at least two. I had at two. At least. Yeah. Well, yeah, two after I got here. After you got here. Yeah. And both of us beat Mr. Jonathan today, by the way. Yeah. He's so lazy. If anybody was counting. Right away, spicier than the other two, right out of the gate. And a note of like a bourbony vanilla component. It's not it's not all that chocolatey. This compare this I don't smoke the twenty six often at all mm. because it's too strong. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, because it's too strong. It is stronger. This is, I think the 26 is more in my wheelhouse here. This is more in your wheelhouse? Yeah, I, I'm leaning now more toward the fuller bodied end of the spectrum. Wow. And how about you? Oh, yeah. Better for you. Oh, yeah. It is $12.40. So the first one was $6, $10, it's also, $12.40. It's also much shorter. It's seven-eighths shorter than the first one and a half an inch shorter than the second one. It was the closest I could get. I was trying to match them up absolutely perfect, but it's not all that much. You put them next to each other, they look kind of the same yep. size cigar. It's the best I could do. So Man, Aggressively peppery right out of the gate. It's on, on the verge of too much. Because I think that's the way they all started out. So let's give give it. They a, do give, start off peppery, yeah. but this is this is without question the pepperiest of all of them. This is if you had pepper and you put pepper on the pepper, then you added pepper to that. It, it isn't like charring the beet and then cutting with the peppercorns right on top of the thing, like you had said. No, it's like if you charred the pepper and then you put pepper on it. Or is it that chocolate with chili peppers? Man, it's not that chocolatey. Mm. There's only one way to know for sure. You got the cake? No, you got to retrohale that. 
Come on. I already know for sure. You don't the retro hail doesn't change a damn thing except it makes everything. my nose hurt. No, <coughs> it's not all that bad for me. I can't. <laughs> same kind of sting that's happening from before. Yeah, it's exactly the same. It, it's what I taste, which is pepper on pepper. Now I just snorted it. So you would never describe in the past to somebody and say, this is a pepper bomb. I will now. Yeah? I'm going to have to smoke the other sizes, though. But you're also going to have to smoke more of this because it's still unfair to do that. But uh, it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Um, would you rather eat no candy at Halloween or no turkey at Thanksgiving? Giving up candy. It's the right answer. Candy versus turkey. I'm not one to even go in for dessert at Thanksgiving. If I still have room, I'm going in for more turkey and stuffing. You're and- not a candy guy. I like a little chocolate after you know, Ed, Ed and I lunch. serve on the board of the snack authority. Right. So, so we have to say turkey. <laughs> We'd rather give up You're turkey. You're giving up turkey? Yeah. For one day? Sure. How about forever? Sure. It's a bird. Yeah. I don't know if I could give up turkey forever. I don't know if I could As, give up candy forever right, either. So you got, you got to give up one. That wasn't the initial question. I know, but I'm asking both because hmm. I can. <sighs> Give up turkey or give up candy? I think the safer, healthier alternative is to give up the candy. Of course it is. That's the one I would do. Yeah. I'm not I, I would do the opposite, too. You're wrong. You I can't be wrong. You wrong asked answer. me what I would do. Yeah. You gave the wrong answer. Yeah. So, I'm, so, I'm not going to do that. No. No. But on Thanksgiving, I'd give up candy on Thanksgiving. Who gives candy on Thanksgiving? No, you give up. You give up Halloween candy. On Halloween, you're not going to eat any candy. Yeah, I could do on that. Thanksgiving, no problem. And on Thanksgiving, you're going to give up turkey. Either of them, you could do it, but you got to pick one. Every you Thanksgiving, give up the candy. On who cares about on candy? Halloween? Every Halloween, you can't yeah, have candy. Whatever, I'd do it in a second, so I don't miss out on turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, the it's, Halloween's not that big a deal. I mean, Just eat a lot the day before. Yeah. Getting together with family is fine. Yeah, but, but I'm doing Thanksgiving for the turkey. So for the day, I'm going to have Thanksgiving with the family and have turkey too. Yeah. But for all time's sake, no turkey ever or no candy ever. I'm giving up Turkey's turkey. better than candy in every way. It doesn't taste better. Of course it does. Turkey's delicious. Getting all candy? Yeah. Well, they it, would- it includes Sour Patch Kids, licorice. Um, I know what candy is, Jack. Yes. <laughs> Dave, would you give up leftover mac and cheese after a holiday? <laughs> I, no, if I couldn't get any, I suppose yeah. I have done that. Not by it, choice. Not no. by choice. Somebody took it. <laughs> Not by choice. Uh, the after show is next, and we have a spectacular after show. We do. Um, I'll just leave it at there, right? Yeah. And there's no need to let the cat out of the bag. It's a spectacular after show because it's based on something that happened on an old after show, and it has gone full circle. It's like a callback? It's a callback. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Um, Okay, so we have a $6 Padron, a $10 Padron, and a $12.40, $12 Padron. Um, 
the pepper component on the 26, I'm about a quarter of an inch in, has calmed down considerably. I'm going to really stop. And it's starting to get three, sweeter. Make sure all three are going good. And I got to really get into this because we have to decide. Um, value. Yeah. Real value of them. They all sell very well. Um, I don't have exact numbers of what outsells the other, but I believe that the regular Padron series outsells the others probably because of price, right? Mm -hmm. No. You don't think so? No. Across the board. 1964 outsells the other two. If you, really? Uh, you could almost combine them. You think comp uh, to, to the Padron company? I don't know what about the company I'm talking about. Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. And that's per unit. It sells more units, or you're talking just price? Dollars. Dollars. Oh, dollars doesn't matter because it's twice the price. Tell that to the guy who writes my check. <laughs> but units. Dollars don't matter, which, Dave. Which one's Just sell? double it. <laughs> yeah. Don't try this at home, folks. Three at the same time. You got to be a pro for this. Hmm. Not as good of a draw on the, the Delicious. Mine's perfect. Perfect draw on the 64. Mine's a little tight. Perfect on the on the 26. I got to say the 64 has taken on a floral component in the last third, which I, I don't know what's going to happen with the 26, but it didn't happen with the 1000 series. I'm shocked you didn't come up with a specific flower. I mean, what kind of floral? That Like lavender? Lavender. Mm-hmm. That little candy, the lavender yeah. candy. Oh, oh. disgusting. <laughs> what is that called? See, there's no lavender turkey, so you don't have to. Violet. Violets. Violet. Oh, Violets. Yeah. That was the worst candy ever. It's pretty bad. And I and I buy it every once in a while. Just to remind yourself mm. of childhood trauma. They're, they're very close to each other. Very, very close. <laughs> the, the only way to do this is going to be blind testing someday. We all go blind test. Somebody else feeds us the cigars. The mouthfeel is going to be. That's a problem. So could could we possibly put some sort of right tip put, stem put on it? A, yeah, put it in a pipe and smoke it. Hmm. Even strength wise, no strength no, wise, they're not even close. Nineteen twenty six is freaking well above nine nine. Do, and are a you half. doing all three at the same time? Go well, back and forth, back and forth. It's not, not dramatic. It's not what I thought it was going to be. You know, the early on, it was strong, stronger, and strongest. But as the cigar starts to burn. Part of the experience of smoking a cigar is the way it starts. The initial light. What does it I do I understand to that. But now, now we're in the cigar. Well, it's not fair for you to say, oh, they're very similar because you're halfway through them. They're very similar. I disagree. I'm going to have to disagree. The 26 is far stronger. It's far stronger, and it's, in my opinion, better. It has it has a better flavor. It has that even and I'm more a guy of a that stays away from I'm, I'm a guy that stays away from the 26 because it's too full body, but now that I'm doing side-by-side, side, it's not that different. I'm starting to taste a little turkey, in fact. Yeah, you know, you're starting to taste turkey. This is, uh, this is interesting. Yeah, but 
But it's like a, a frog in the boiling water. I think you just built up to where you can tolerate. This is yeah. Steaks. This is next day turkey though. This isn't just fresh out of the oven turkey. It's nothing this to is, do with turkey at this all. This is turkey sandwiches. Silver. Yeah, the little piece that fell off off to the side. Maybe it has a little cranberry sauce on it. Speaking of leftovers, there's still <laughs> tickets available for Two Guys 35th Anniversary. I can't believe it. It's the COVID-19 thing yeah. that people are afraid or whatever it's going on. But it's Wednesday, September 16th at 6 o'clock at the Burroughs. The show is on. Uh, we have 17 different manufacturers, a cigar from each one, cocktail hour, then on to um, sit-down dinner, and uh, comedy, music, and the entertainment, the elimination that happens during it, and then uh, somebody walks away with $35,000. Tickets are available. Uh, if you're interested in going, uh, $225 per person, and uh, call up the store and, and grab your ticket because they're there. We're never talking like this at this time, and uh, hopefully never again. The tickets will be available. It's going to go on if we sell every ticket or not. It doesn't matter. Actually, your chances are better, but there's a handful of tickets left. I can't believe it. I was talking to some guys yesterday working the Seabrook store, and uh, they said, uh, what about the anniversary party? I said, yeah, there's tickets available. Let me think about it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> let me think about it. So it's a no-brainer. You get I, your money back in cigars alone. I think everyone's hanging back to see which way COVID trends. And one of them will be a Padron Anniversario. Hmm. And I'm sure it won't be a little one. Right. Because they, they outdo themselves. Yep. They all outdo themselves. It's always great. Interesting. The 26 is a palate coater. A palate coater? They all have the same flavor components. They have similar flavor components. You're getting more spicy as you get higher up in the price points here. You're getting a longer finish as you get higher up in the price points. And you're certainly getting stronger as you get higher up in the price points. So they're using maybe the same blend but they're shifting those primings like you were alluding to earlier. That's what I thought uh, was going to go on, but now doing it, it's not all that difference I think to me. I think you're out of your mind. Ed Sullivan agrees a thousand percent with me? With Jonathan. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I think you're out of your mind. Really? I think oh. Nicholas is onto something. <laughs> we're going to have to keep an eye on you. Yeah? yeah. Well, we should keep an eye on him. <laughs> on Nicholas? Yeah, in case he does show up. Because I expected to, to, it to be exactly what you're saying, but I'm I'm uh, I'm just not taking the other side. Believe me, I'm saying it's it's pretty damn close. But uh, all right, let, let's get to that when we come back and keep smoking during the break. Let's take the break. We come back. Which is the best padrone? Are they different? How different are they? We have one more letter in the mailbag to get to, and this one's against Mr. Jonathan. I can't wait. An offer of the day and a classic three-way. A little surprise on the classic three-way. Uh, that and more, uh, and maybe a bingo winner. We'll see. Uh, we're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! 
the Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like TwoGuysCigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers, the mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Armand Asante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back. We're smoking Padron side by side, seeing if there's a difference, a big difference, no difference at all uh, between the lines, a side by side comparison. And uh, you know what it is? This is continuing right through the break. We're still talking about it. This is the difference between taking a steak out of the package and cooking it. That's your thousand series. And then dry aging it for a week. Now you're at the 1964, and then putting 48 days on it and having to cut the bark off before you cook it, that's the 26. The concentration of flavor is much more intense on the 26. Do they have similar flavor note characteristics? Yes, but they... So so we would say that the blends are the same. Maybe primings, maybe aging, maybe aging after the finish of the cigar. It's definitely primings is, is a huge component because the 26 is considerably stronger and more more full flavored could it be that they take they take the 26 same blend age it longer period of time and then put it or age the tobacco before and it's a year older or something or is there something going on there um i'm getting the same burn line on the i mean yeah yeah i'm surprised taking them apart and looking at what the combustion line is on the internal components it seems like the wrapper on the 26 is, you know, higher grade. Certainly nice. Yeah, high grade. The combustion on it is a little tighter. Close, mm-hmm. but a little tighter. Because if life is easier if, if all their cigars are the same exact blend. They're buying the three components. Well, they're growing the three components. They grow their tobacco. Do they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because Aganorsa used to sell it to them okay. seven, eight years ago. Okay. Now they don't because they grow it. I think, do they grow their wrapper? It depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is depends it Nicaraguan or is it Mexican? If it's Mexican, I don't think they would grow it. What do you think? I think that there is certainly enough of an earth component to it that it I could buy into that it's Mexican San Andreas wrapper. I, I could certainly buy into that. Very interesting to me. I don't know if the show's any good, but the, this whole thing. Oh, no, is it's very, off the rails. But. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very interesting doing this. It, it, it's no cheap day to do this, but it, it's a very interesting uh, test. I mean, the show will get better once we get to Jonathan's email, right? Yes, we will. Uh, but we have no bingo winner as of yet, but uh, we've determined we've. Um, accidentally thrown out there. There's enough out there where there could be a winner. There could be a winner. Before there couldn't be, but now there can be a winner, certainly. Um, So check those things and maybe listen back because uh, we both miss some during, we talked during the break and we miss some, but these things are being said. Uh, All right. Best email of the week. All right. The best has to be the one shitting on (laughs) him. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. Bob writes through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com, My Redemption. Dear Mr. Jonathan, 
Much like you, I love the Aladino Corojo Reserve Cigar. I noticed them last autumn when you were discussing the contenders for 2019 Cigar of the Year on the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan was disappointed that this cigar was not a contender due to its limited availability throughout the year. But based on his recommendation, I bought a single and I loved it so much, I bought a box and continue to buy boxes when a search through my humidor reveals a scarcity scarcity of them. In November, I contacted you through the Cigar Authority website and added my two cents about the Corojo Reserva, commenting it had so much flavor and smoothness. I cannot find the episode, but I recall Mr. Jonathan reading my message during one of the shows. He was pleased that I agreed with him about the uh, absence of this cigar this as a contender. Sound, this doesn't sound so bad. Hang on a second. All right. But he also laughed and disagreed at my assertion that this cigar has smoothness as one of its qualities. Well, lo and behold, today I receive an email advertisement from Two Guys Cigars <laughs> stating that you had this cigar in limited stock. I immediately got online to buy a box, and after my purchase, I read completely through the advertisement. Much to my surprise, it read in part, it's a cigar that is exceptionally smooth and balanced <laughs> with hints of subtle spices, coffee, and cedar. That's Barron's. Smooth and balanced, it says. I don't know who wrote the ad, but all I can say is, you can suck it, Mr. Jonathan. But seriously, I listen to you guys, and I can't wait until the next episode. And in all fairness to Jonathan, the podcast would be a completely different animal without you, and probably not as delightful to watch. Sincerely, Bob, in Indianapolis. You got, you got it a lot worse than he did. Yeah. Well, he, he incurred the wrath of Nicholas. That I mean, happens. There, there was a strong implication that you're mentally ill. Yeah. Jonathan. That's what it was all based on. Yes. Right. Yes, I took But it. he is mentally ill. So, I mean, Nicholas is on to something. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm with you. Smoothness is not, it's not a characteristic. It's not. Whoever wrote that is out of their mind. We know who wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Am I in the right place here? Yeah. It's time for the Don Raphael of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $500. What this cigar is not is grassy Correct. at all. Mm-hmm. Would you eat a fistful of grass for $500? Yeah. Really? Yeah. $100? Probably. $100 I'll do do for you. Will you do it? Probably. I pick the grass. I get to pick the grass. Why? Because it's not going to be on someone's manicured lawn and getting a handful of pesticides. I'm not dying for $100. I don't need a second head or anything. Well, you're not going to get go to the store and buy nice clean grass. We're just oh. going to go drive down a road and say, how's yeah. that look? We'll, we'll go yeah. over up to the Robert Frost Farm in Derry. They've got a beautiful field out there that's nicely manicured, but it's clearly not just grass. And I'll grab a handful of that and eat it. For 100 For 100 On the show. Yeah. I'm in. I'm so really taking your money. You're going to bring the grass? Bring the grass and eat it for a handful yeah. of grass. I want to see it. All right, who's handful? He doesn't care if he gives up candy on on Halloween, but I'll, I'll eat a handful of grass. Those two things are not mutually right. exclusive. They they have nothing to do with each other. All right. Candy's not good for you. Grass is, is fiber, so I'm chlorophyll. Ch- I'm, ch- I'm changing this number to one hundred because I'm not giving you five hundred. But you do it for a hundred. I'll do it for a hundred. How about Kentucky bluegrass? Would that be okay? That's grass. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
That's that. Okay. All right. All right. We got uh, six dollar, ten dollar, and twelve dollar cigar. Let's let's do this. Uh, the best value by far is the thousand series. I'm with you. It's a good for, value for just value. What you're getting at that price point, you're you're going to get some of the experience of the other two right. in the thousand series. Right now, which one would I buy? Yeah, nineteen twenty six. Yeah, I'm with that. Really, yeah. the most expensive. Yeah. It's the best one. It's not. It's not three times better than the thousand series, but it's twice as good. Really. People really want to see this grass thing, so make sure you yeah, get, we're get doing it, it for next week. Yeah, for 100 sure. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it right at the top of the, uh, top of the show, maybe. Let him choke yeah, on the grass or anything. I was going to see if he would eat a $100 bill for $100, but that it cost us 200 yeah. so that's stupid. <laughs> Might he, could well eat one dollar bill. he could eat a $1 bill. He could eat a $1 bill. Not eating a $1 bill. Would you eat a hundred dollar bill? No, I'm okay. eating money. That's not paper; it's cloth. It's but, undigestible. So, could you live on grass? Can you eat it? I mean, is is it nutritional? Is it? I don't know. Like that having it's a nutritional. salad. I'm really going to have to inspect this if we're really doing it. I got to make sure I'm not picking poison ivy or some shit. That would be bad. Poison ivy. Oh, I'm, I'm highly allergic to poison ivy. Oh, really? Oh, this could oh, be yeah. fun. They, there wouldn't this be enough steroids. It. We'll make a salad for them. Yeah, you want it as a salad? Some dressing on it? <laughs> I might put some dressing on it. We'll do a little of each. All right, I'm out, I'm, I'm out of 1926. I have to put this down and go back to the 64. So, so wow, I, I'm out of the regular one and the anniversary. In so that proves, that proves that the regular one is milder because you gravitate toward milder cigars, and that's the one you're going to. I lit it first. You smoked it the most. I lit it first. I, I, lit, the, I lit mine first, it. too, and I just finished the 26. Not going to have enough cigars for the I thought it was going to be dramatically different. And if I had to pick one not based on price, I like the box press in the anniversary, and it is a little milder than the 26. A little. I thought it was a lot, but it's a little to me. I think once you get into bigger ring gauges, it changes the game as well. We're going to have to do this with big ring gauges someday. We'll do it off the show, but. You love this shit, don't you? I love I this love shit. I was waiting George. for you to play that drop the whole show. <laughs> yeah. What a missed opportunity. That's a story. Just snuck in a, it in. That's a story in itself. Touch your um, little headphones. All right. We got a, a third chair. I think we bring the third chair up. All right. Third headphone. This is all very dramatic. This is good. So good. we we did a, a podcast, uh, an after show. If you don't listen to the after show, uh, you should. You got to go back a couple weeks, two weeks. Mm, I don't know. I'll check on that for you. All right. Um, and a girl, Sarah, called in, and she was thinking of uh, getting into the cigar business slash bourbon, uh, a bourbon cigar bar. And what do we recommend that she do? And uh, we took it serious, and Pam came on the show for a female to uh, jump in and say, uh, uh, how is it in the cigar industry for, for a girl to be in the industry? So uh, we wanted her thought on it. And we took it, uh, took it to heart. And uh, what I said is, instead of dishing out a whole bunch of money opening a business, you should actually work 
in a cigar store for us. She already does bartending. So, you know, you, you think it's the same thing. It's not necessarily the same thing. So see how it is and see how, um, you know, you're around the bulk of it. It's going to be around a bunch of guys. So how how is it going to be there? And I said, uh, you should probably go uh, work at a cigar store and uh, do that for a while and do the bartender for a while and then uh, actually go into cigar bars and stuff and see what, what that is for a while before making the jump in it because it's not like Mr. Padron put, 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 put uh, $600 and opened a cigar company in 1964 or, or in 85 when I put $6,000 in. This is going to cost a, a lot of money to op open something like that, just to lick a license alone. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to get going on this. Mm. Uh, so make sure you do the right thing because uh, she sounded like she was a, a young woman, and, and she is. And uh, she went further after this was over that she contacted two guys, and she lives in Ohio, and she said uh, she wants to come work here. And... Uh, so she talked to, to the guys and girls and it said, um, I want to come up. And she came up on Friday and interviewed mm -hmm. for a job working for us. And her name is Sarah. Sarah, come on up. And uh, she flew up and uh, came here and interviewed. And um, her final interview is after the show. Uh, but we thought we'd bring her up here and uh, learn a little about her. But... Um, when I say uh, after the show is the interview. You mean the after show? The after show will be her interview. Really? So we'll interview her This live. could go horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She's on headset three and so on. And if this doesn't push her out. Hi, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Hi. You uh, certainly sound like you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's amazing that you did this. And uh, we're going to go in the after show, and we're going to interview you on the show, and people will hear what, what an interview with, with two guys is all about. <laughs> wow. But you've, you've already talked to... Are you sure you want that recorded? I don't know. Well, I, we're going to find we're, out we're gonna together. Do, it, it will be recorded, so we could dump it after, ah, right? Ah, that's it. We're not live. going out live. We're not going to go live. Point. Yeah. We could edit uh, oh. whatever inappropriate the, stuff Jonathan may say. <laughs> Why is it automatically me? Well, I know the questions you're not supposed to ask in an interview. My concern is Dave. That's why we keep him out of the interview process. There are questions you're not supposed to ask. How do you get the answers? Well, you, you can't ask somebody how old they are. You can't. There's, there's, you, I told her how old she was. <laughs> I already did that. Right? You got it right. Yeah. So 22. 22 years 22 old. 22 yes. years old and thinking about packing it up and moving to New Hampshire to come work here. Yes. And you still feel good about that? I feel even better now that we've uh, really? been sitting out there for yeah. about two hours now. This would, this would be an unbelievable story. This would be like the, the Padron story at the end of this. If you make <laughs> it big and stuff and how crazy. Because it all happened without us knowing. There was no nothing. I don't know who you were. You didn't know who we were or anything. Nothing. This is an unreal story. You know, he was kidding about hiring. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that, that said was it. a joke. You're the one that said it. Right. So you, and, and then he, he and said, you got to work at the right place. So I was no. like, well. And you, she said it in the cover letter that Mr. Jonathan said I should go work here. And I'm like, I got to listen to the show again. And I did. I listened to the show again just to say, uh, did we say anything wrong or anything? But uh, your first test is going to be the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. Oh, it's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. 
Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Now, Sarah, you're going to be at a disadvantage because Dave's old. Yeah. I've seen him prepping these before, and he's like, I never heard of this person. I never heard it. So, anybody you have never heard of. And it's Kanye West. Oh, it's Kanye West's birthday. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And to be honest, I don't know anybody from the last 22 years. I mean, no. I live in the 80s, and but I'm going way back. I didn't know that we were doing this, and this was planned way in advance of what the questions are. But you listen to the Cigar Authority. Yes, so I do. You, so you know how this works. Yes. Without going over, you write your number down. You go against our champion, Ed Sullivan. Two points if you get the, it exact. Were you good in history? No. No. Nope. So this is perfect. perfect. <laughs> I was an English Like girl. a lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> this is perfect. So Ed's going to go first, and uh, you write your number, uh, the number down as uh, I say the question. Nelson Mandela, mm. South African antipartheid uh, activist, political pioneer, and president of South Africa. He was born in South Africa today. What year? Nelson Mandela, born today. What year? 1926. 1926. Sarah, what do you say? I was going to say 1923. 23. I'm going to say 1935. 35. And everybody is over, so no points. Really? Everybody's over. What was the year? 1918. Oof. Okay, now it's over to you, so you go first, so you got no help going on at all. Great. Great. <laughs> so this is... John Glenn, American astronaut, the first American to orbit the Earth. He was a politician, senator, Democrat from Ohio, right? Born today in Ohio. Hmm? What year? You're from Ohio. You should know this. 1920. 1920, she says. 1939. 39. 1926. 26. One point for Sarah. Whoa. Well, that was an Ohio question. So. I, but I, I had this plan way in advance. It was, it was Foul. not premeditated. Listen, 1921. She was one off from two points. Ooh. Huh? So she gets Pretty a point, good. and that's a point on her resume. Oh. She gets a point. <laughs> wow. It is. You wrote it right on the resume. Yeah. One point. Nothing like adding to the pressure. Yeah. There it is. Mr. Jonathan, over to you. There's four questions and one tiebreaker. Richard Branson. British music entrepreneur, Virgin Records and Virgin Airlines. Sir Richard Branson, born in London, England, today. What year? 1899. 1899. <laughs> 1952. Not taking any chances on this one. 1947. For the point, 1947. 1950. 47. She has two points on the resume. On the resume. That's good. It's real good. I really wanted to embarrass her and just drive her down. It's two to zero to zero. Yeah, I feel terrible. (laughs) Feel very good about this. Last question. You need two points to tie or else she ends up winning. Don't throw it. Ask me a Michael Jackson question. (laughs) 
Mark Sinclair. Producer? A.K.A. Vin Diesel. Ah. American actor, The Fast and the Furious. Born in California today. What year? Zed Sullivan. I believe. It's 1972. 72. It was you. She got the last question. All right, I'll take it. 1965. 65. 1967. For two points, 1967. We got a shutout. Bullshit. Four to zero to zero. What were you talking about in the office before the show? Not this. I swear to God. So that means... That means it's a good resume then, it's right? A good, it's Four a good points. resume. But on the after show, <laughs> Four out of 99. <laughs> wow. He's got a lot of questions for you. I have, ten, I have 10 more questions <laughs> that I will do on the after show, and this will be it. This will be the wrap-up uh, of 10 questions. And uh, I sat with Ed for these questions. We put these together this morning. That should I make have you a nervous. lot of experience interviewing yeah. people yeah so. you did a lot of interviewing on a lot of people mm-hmm. so these will be important questions not your, your typical questions you've no, been no. interviewed before but this is not uh, like this not like this this <laughs> no. is sarah regular interview question uh, i noticed that you you came in with your dad how does your dad feel about this move um he is incredibly supportive of going out and even after he met dave even after i would even say more so so you know do with that do with that what you will but uh yeah, he's he's been always supportive of uh, being bold. So I think when I came to him and I said we have to go out and see what's up, wow. he was he was on Airbnb that night looking for looking for places. Wow. So and he said I want to come too because he's a fan. So you could have stayed at Dave's house. You could have hit him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. he's got hundreds of rooms there. <laughs> so your dad's a cigar smoker. He's the reason why I'm a cigar smoker. Nice. Yeah. So he kind of got me started. Actually, my mom. And him shared a cigar during one of their anniversary vacations, and she was the one that picked him out. So she kind of, mm. she kind of got it the ball rolling, and then he stayed with it. She's a little more occasional smoker, but Dad's pretty regular. So yeah. What's his brand? What does he smoke? Oh man, I would if he's looking at me right now. So let's see if I get this right. Um, I would say he's pretty loyal to Arturo Fuente. All right. Um, and that would be like my best friend cigar because, you know, I'm on my college kid budget for a long time. That's what the store in the college town I was at had. And um, I would say that's his most consistent. And you consistent went to Miami? Time. Miami University, All Southern right. Ohio. Yes. Oh, Miami University in Ohio. Yes. Oh, yep. oh. As okay. much as I wish the weather was what yeah. Miami, Florida would be, it was in Southern oh. Ohio. Oh, Okay. And cigar stores down there, you frequent them? They they really didn't have a lot. Um, Oxford is the town it's located in, and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. So it was a hookah lounge that had a humidor with like six options in it. Oh. So I was kind of at the mercy of whatever they had when I went All over right. there. And do you, you live in the middle of nowhere? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I live uh, northwest Ohio uh, in a tiny town called Lipsick. And I think our population is like 1,200 people. Graduated with 30 in my class. Wow. So middle of nowhere farm. Everybody must know everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everyone's grandma, mom, dad, brother, sister. So And you want of, out. Tough to, <laughs> <laughs> tough to really, get away with anything. <laughs> I'm thankful for my roots, but I got to get out. So, Wow. Do you travel a lot? I have. Yeah, I've had the opportunity. My grandparents were really, uh, they really wanted to make sure that we were able to go see uh, the world, I guess. And so I've had the opportunity to travel a little bit. 
Um, been in college the past three years, so obviously wasn't able to travel yeah. a whole lot there. But when we get the opportunity, we like to. Well, this isn't like going to New York City. This is New Hampshire. They <laughs> yeah. both start with new, but it's <laughs> very different from each other. But this is. It, it, we'll show you all the good places to tip cows so you don't feel like you're completely <laughs> so away I'm from home. So I'm not totally out of it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not, uh, you know, big city or anything like that. But um, it's different than the cigar store you went to. Yes, yes. This was a. Uh, I showed I was showing Dad pictures. I was like, "You have to, you have to look at their inventory, Dad." And we were doing the 360 <laughs> view. You guys have. We were giddy before we even got here. So. <laughs> and it lived up to your expectations. Oh my gosh! I think I it exceeded expectations. Yeah. yeah. I right. mean, the humidor we have is the size of a bedroom. You know, no. back home. So, Sarah, did they let you meet Pete? No. Yeah, that no, makes I don't sense. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> haven't met the, you haven't met the staff really. Uh, no, I've I've spoken to a couple of people at the Nashua location. Okay, but uh, but no, I haven't met Pete. Yeah, he'd be the sort of manic guy running all around the humidor. Yeah, you yeah. know him. This, if this, you saw this he's, off, he's off on Friday, so that's why I should have uh, met him. Yeah, all right. He's off this, on this character's for sure. <laughs> okay, so in your resume, you mentioned that the first cigar you ever smoked was Padron. Yes, and that and how coincidental that was that this was already planned that we were doing a whole show on you Padron. Keep saying that everything was already planned. It yeah, was you're not. overselling it. It's it's true. You're overselling it. This is a setup. I'm feeling it. You not have, at all. You didn't have the cake. It's Padron. She smoked Padron the first time. <laughs> you should have had the grass though. That would have been yeah, perfect. That? Well, that's common for all sure. Right. <laughs> The, uh, Can you guys send me some grass from Ohio? I feel like it's it's good grass. It's more nutritious. <laughs> Ohio grass. Yeah, yeah. Overnight it. <laughs> um, what padron do you prefer? So I was able to have. I had the first two. Um, I think the sixty four is what I smoked for my first cigar. If mm. I I was looking at it and yeah. I'm pretty sure that was it. And I and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I thought what you said that. That timing couldn't have been better to come back and circle back around to it. So. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. All right. I can't wait to get to it. So um, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, you guys, you you say 1926, 1926? Yeah. All the Absolutely. Price doesn't matter. No, that's it. No. And I it's would not say, it's not overpriced by any stretch. No. Nope. It's, it's in a it's in a fairly good spot. I would I, if I got to pick one, I'll say. Um, the regular anniversary, which is where You're I going was in the middle, but I was pleased, pleasantly pleased with the regular version of yeah, Padron. It's which been is, a long time since I smoked one, and I didn't remember it being as good as it is. Yeah, it's kind of overlooked for me too, yeah. even though we sell so many. But um, for six dollars, my God, what a, what a great bargain cigar! And it wins best bargain cigar, wins all kinds of stuff. The regular line, so. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to go back to these old ones we, we forget about um, because they're great anyway. So uh, that is it for the show. Next week, don't be afraid of the dock. We're going to continue with Maduro. We're going to dig into Maduro cigars and come up with the top 10 Maduro cigars according to the Cigar Authority. So we're going to chime in. We're going to figure it out. We're going to add it up. And then we're going to give you uh, not only our favorites, but we'll put it all together and come up with a... Uh, final best Maduro cigars out there. So uh, uh, don't don't be afraid to write into the Cigar Authority and let us know uh, what your favorites are. And if you have something uh, terrible to say about us, uh, Mr. Jonathan likes that. We'll put you right to the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. But uh, keep those uh, cards and letters coming in. Thanks, everybody, for sharing our podcast, especially those that subscribe on YouTube. And that helps out very much. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority. 
on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours, but always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.